0: I haven't seen that I haven't seen that one yet It's on my Netflix But I haven't seen that one yet
1: Hello 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 and welcome to I Haven't Seen That I'm your host, Kathy Fisher And today I have two goofballs with me
0: Wow What can we say? Kathy (laughs) sensed a power vacuum and she just stepped into it (laughs) Hi. It's my podcast now, you fucks.
2: You <laughs> just got acquired.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, well, I guess there's not much else we can do. <laughs> it's been a good run.
2: Well, yeah. We, all right. We we were hoping to make it 100 episodes. It's just the two of us. We're
0: getting uh,
2: owned.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're now literally owned.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Kathy. What kind of cheese are you eating?
1: Um, it's called Prairie Breeze. It's one of the um yeah uh, it's something that that uh, I think it was maybe a Wisconsin thing what they do like quote unquote American originals, which are not conventional like European cheese types,
0: okay mm.
1: so it's like a cheddar ish, but it's not quite it's sort of different
0: um I mentioned that because earlier you were like, oh, I'm eating Wisconsin cheese and I was like, ooh, look at you living in America's dairy land the
1: yeah, I mean. To, to be more specific, it's like expensive Wisconsin cheese. It's not like the shit that we ship out to you guys.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: God damn <laughs> you get, it! You get those, you get those cheese curds, them, them squeaky curds.
1: Yeah, I'm not a big squeaky curd fan. Mm. Um, I'll, I'll take them.
0: I mean, everybody will take one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we haven't seen that. <laughs> it's our podcast. I'm enjoying. Actually, at least Kathy got the the title out front and center instead of out like forty minutes in. Actually, I think we've had ones where we just have never said the title. Yeah, we made it a whole hour last week. <laughs> we yelled it really quick right at the end. I've seen that.
2: I'm I'm enjoying. Um, I made I poured a cold brew coffee concentrate into my fancy ice cube tray that makes those big square
0: Ooh. ice cubes.
2: And now I've put those in a glass and then filled the glass up with seltzer. And it, as the ice melts, it just becomes this delicious coffee soda.
1: Is um, your big square ice cube mold thing made of, uh, like, silicone? Yeah. I, I don't like the flavor. of I feel like they flavor the ice cubes. Hmm. It gets a little plasticky, yeah. Yeah, I hate that taste. So I can't, even though I want to have big big cubes, Everybody I can't handle big it. Cube. You- Everybody wants a big cube. Everyone wants a big cube. Everybody wants a big cube. Like, I even tried a while, well, this is was, was a very labor-intensive thing, so I stopped, but I tried um, freezing, like, big, like, a baking sheet full of ice, and then you break mm-hmm. it apart with, like, a, a knife or, an, quote, unquote, or I a knife, quote-unquote, I don't actually own an ice You shoot it yeah. with a gun. You get nice shards, and they, yeah. they look pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I know uh, 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 Going Deep with David Rees had a, had an episode about how to make the perfect ice cube.
1: I think that's probably what I watched, and that's probably yeah. why I did
2: it. Yeah, I I tried that once, um, but I didn't have, like... The little uh, bag? No, no,
1: no, there there was no bag. What? You need to have a... The problem is, like, because I still also could not get perfectly clear ice from doing this, and I think it's because my freezer is not cold enough. I got the clear Ah. ice, but
2: my... I, I didn't have, like, whatever, like, pan I needed to put it in, so I tried... Putting it in a in a glass baking dish and uh, that oh, did not work. That oh. sounds dangerous. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: it didn't like shatter. I mean, you could you know just put glass in a freezer that it doesn't like automatically.
0: Automatically I have a ca- I've Captain water. America.
2: Yeah. I've,
1: well, it was it was not boiling hot water or anything. No, I'm just meant that process of freezing water expands. It's always a little on. The, it's a little tricky when you're doing with that glass involved.
2: I do have a I have a Captain America. Um, Stein in my in my freezer for beer drinking.
0: Oh, nice! Should call frosty? it
2: should call it a, a freedom flagon. Can't Captain should... America Captain America have no no Stein?
1: I think every time you drink out of it, you should say "Stay frosty, Cap."
0: I do. I'll bet. I'll bet Captain America liberated several steins from Nazi Germany and brought them he did. back on his belt.
1: Do you oh, think Stein? you think Stein is maybe could be used as a derogatory term for Germans?
0: No, I think we have enough of those already.
1: Okay, we don't need any more.
0: <laughs> my uh, my father in law uh is uh his his mother came over from Germany and uh he was raised upstate in like a very extremely small like ten person German community and I apparently when he went into his first day of kindergarten they like he was wearing lederhosen cuz they just like oh yeah that's what kids wear and that was not what kids wore upstate and so like people called him kraut throughout like high school
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is such a weird like uh but um yeah amazing yeah. america god bless yeah, <laughs> america. does he still wear the does he still wear the lederhosen no, though no he doesn't sadly um but when i have a child Oh, yeah. They'll definitely get a later hose or dirndl. Either or. It's their choice. Both? Um, yeah. A later Yeah, dirndl. why not?
1: All it really is is German clothing that has suspenders attached to it already.
0: Well, it I just think it's also... if you get the shorts or the. But dirndls aren't leather, right? <clears throat> no. It depends.
1: Well, yeah. You, there's. I don't know if there's a law against it.
0: Leather dirndl. Is
1: it illegal in Germany to make a leather dirndl? Yes. <laughs> it seems <laughs>
0: like it might be.
1: If you put in jail. It's non-traditional. This is non-traditional.
0: Uh, know a... Guys, I'm sending you a link real quick. Just uh...
2: God, I gotta sit up and click on my computer. How
0: do I, how do I go back? To oh, the you
1: songs? really were in repose. I wasn't actually in repose.
2: I oh, don't know. I do this in repose. Wow. I, I used to do it oh. sitting on the floor, but. It got hard to sit on the floor after I broke my foot. And then I, I realized I was like, oh, wait, I've, I can figure out ways to do this while sitting on the couch. So, you know, something good did come from that. It's like, I, I learned a better way. Okay, Mark has sent us uh, www.oktoberfest-derndl-shop.co.uk. These are all just
1: blazers. Blazers? These aren't dandles at all. Are you seeing blazers? I don't see dandles on this page. I anything. see soft blazers. Young and casual soft blazers in country style. I see
2: costs. anything dad can do, I can do better. And wait, what is this? Some...
0: Is this website some sort of, like, like mirror of the soul? I think you,
1: you know what it is. You sent us just the homepage. Yeah, and it's just because it...
0: Oh, wait, okay, and I got sent back. us straight to the Deandle page. Yeah, no, see, I... I'm not now. I'm okay, looking well, at the Deandle. Keep the refreshing well, that homepage, because there's some weird... Like it's popping some interesting things up. I
2: I, I, had, I, I scrolled down and did see the Kinderleiterhosen.
0: I I had basically uh, I had when I opened it up, it was like Delia's uh, Delia's derndles, Basically, it was like cool yes. Durdles for for tweens. Oh man, I want that! I want that to happen. Man, I've got dads, I got oh, dads yep. and kids matching vests. Oh yeah, yeah now dads I got... and kids matching vests is very good. But I'm looking at cool and trendy traditional clothing for the modern day which like oh. nothing in that sequence of words <laughs> makes any sense at all.
1: Yeah, these are like these are like teen female lederhosen without the suspenders. Dinner I got I got dirndl, cool and sweet mini derndel junger Wow, these are expensive.
0: I like the idea that there's like some Germans living in the United Kingdom who are just like we can make dirndls happen again, guys. Uh yeah, mom like the... and man they beater. Are. They oh, seem man. to have. Did you see this chil chiledron leather trousers short? There's a cool little boy wearing. Yeah, a that boy is super cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's They smiling. also
2: seem to have, like you know, have you seen on Facebook where it's like those weird shirts that are a bunch of different font sizes and fonts yes. that are like. It's, you know, it's like, I'm, you know, it, it takes, you know, craziness and strength and heart and I'll be everything. But that's why I'm a tractor uh,
0: inspector.
2: Yeah. A, 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 for me, it's it's always like a linguistics major. And I'm like, thanks.
0: You <laughs> but know the, what? They, oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: But this site appears to have it. Uh, but everything is in German. German. So.
0: I'm going to make one of those that's like, you have to have passion, intelligence to be a FBI agent federal bikini inspector <laughs> oh,
2: I don't I don't know how many how, you know there's been a lot of like budget cuts they're no
0: longer in, in, inspecting uh,
2: bikinis in anymore are, are, are bikinis going
1: uninspected in our department of bikini inspection
0: <clears throat> um okay. we know that
1: you hear about a lot about the republicans cutting money from the regulatory bodies and and bodies that regulate bodies
0: yeah mm-hmm. no i get you <laughs> okay i'm gonna quit looking at octoberfest i UK. you're I'm gonna get uh, a watch list for this by uh, the way i'm gonna look at it a lot later i feel like okay well also the they are located in germany uh so so do germans dress like this
1: during like like formal things and festivals i think it's mostly like bavaria too i don't think northern germany does yeah. this
0: but like are there cuz this some of these things are like dirndles you could wear every day
1: an everyday
2: dirndle. every dirndle. you may some people just like them and every dog
1: dirndl
0: i think i think we can i think we can bring this to the us guys
1: and you can get very short you guys are pretending like there isn't they're not in the us like in wisconsin there are legitimately probably multiple events that you
0: need a dirndle for okay in when I say the U.S., I mean New York City. Oh, okay, <laughs> we're we're talking about uh, real America. Haven't you seen that Sorry. New Yorker cover? <laughs> Which one? The, oh God, it's it's pretty much every Ooh. New Yorker co- cover. Oh, every
1: New York. Yes, I have seen every New Yorker cover. I know, I know, I know what you're talking
0: about. Um,
1: Sorry, guys, I've moved on to the
2: Durndal underwear page, and um, you guys, what? Can, you guys can just handle the rest of the show for me. <laughs> oh and uh underwear under the men's section. Oh my god. That's fantastic.
0: Okay, hold on, hold on. I uh it's already been your birthday. Well oh, I'll get it for you for, for your birthday. Oh first they're box. so cute! Right. These are the most get- adorable things. Wait, so does that do, are those buttons functional? Is that a functioning flap? <sighs> I'm trying to see the zoomed in thing. I don't I think you need to
1: not- unbutton the buttons. I think there's just a normal slit in the front there.
0: Well, that kind of loses it. No, it, I swear to God, there's some stitching on there, which implies, to my mind, that you like you just lower that whole thing.
1: You know, the only way to find out about this
0: is to order these underpants from Germany. <laughs> uh
2: huh. <laughs> well, there. I mean, I'm just I'm just saying, you know, Mark, it's, you're not you're not a father yet, but Father's Day is coming, That's and true. I I feel like I could get you some traditional boxer short. Güssel.
0: Güssel. Wait, wearing these on the dance floor is going to keep you comfortable and cool. Even better, the girls are going to really appreciate your dedication to Bavarian style when they see you are wearing a pair of goosebill boxer <laughs> shorts.
1: Once your lederhosen come off at the end of the night and they say there's another pair of later lederhosen underneath. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I would be like I would be. I would be like,
0: "Well done, Gustav." Oh no. boy. Is there is the, is it possible to have a ch- like a chip put into the underwear so that when you unbutton the thing it starts playing Oompa Band music? <laughs>
1: um, you know that's why they invented stuff like those um, though uh those uh the conductive thread and and when you're making your little like um miniature I'm trying to think the lily pad um whatever they're called you know the little miniature computers.
0: Yes, the, so the can Raspberry, Raspberry Pi Arduinos, and the, yes. like, yeah.
1: An Arduino, yeah. You can actually get a little flat one that you can sew into clothing, and then you have sensors in the thread. You could very easily program it to play, you know, mm. polka music. Or, I mean, just, like, whatever
2: they put in, in greeting cards. Like, when yeah. you open up a greeting card and it, you know.
1: Yeah, you just get that mechanism.
0: I bet uh, using tiny chips that play music when clothes are taken off, you could really ruin your kid's prom. <laughs>
1: There's a lot of things you could do, There's a lot of things you could ruin.
2: It, it is prom season. Everyone, did you did you guys go to prom?
0: I did. Um, I did go to prom. I mean, this year. Did you go this year? Yes, I did. I did lurk <laughs> in the bushes outside of prom this year. Mark
1: was arrested
0: for for prom crashing.
1: For creep- for creepiness, general creepiness, for prom creeping can you imagine
0: like like you know how like oh like we're crashing this wedding and getting drunk and nobody knows us doing that but for prom (laughs)
1: it's
0: it's, i crashed
2: this prom and i had to bring my own alcohol
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i went to the last place on earth where there was no alcohol
1: or i crashed Uh, it i crashed this prom (laughs) so i could like do awkward slow dancing with a 17 year old jesus (laughs) <laughs> With, like, you know, the, the uh, hands on shoulders, hands on hips thing. I can
2: okay. hear, like, what the, the music that the latest latest teens are listening to.
0: You already know the music that the latest teens are yeah, listening to. Yeah, you know exactly what that is. You I have the Spotify channel. <laughs> I do, I do.
1: Teens. The Spotify channel. It's
0: um, called Teen Pop. Okay, so so if you were sent back in time, your current state of mind, but you woke up tomorrow and you were... Like, like ten, again. Would you be okay with like reliving adolescence now with your like increased social, your increased social stats?
1: If I had to, I'd be fine with it. I think no. I could be a cool teen. I could be a really cool teen. See, I, I was know. a, I was a cool teen, and now I'm an adult. Yeah, but now you do it even better. Like, I, I was maybe cool in my nerdy way. I was not conventionally cool, and I certainly didn't know how to like. Do hair or makeup or wear clothes and I feel like with that knowledge now I could really uh, I could rock my teen bod you know i I feel like none of the knowledge
2: that I have gained would help would help me do better at being a teen than I already did yes I mean like other other than be like
1: you know you're you're no. bipolar take this medication instead of that medication i think though no, I think you I, you think you're selling yourself short though because I think the main thing about improving the teen experience is having a heightened sense of self-awareness which is something that a lot of teens really lack and they don't know they don't know enough to know when they're being assholes or when they're being uncool and i think with our adult our heightened adult sensibilities i think we could do it and we can make it better (laughs) you're making it sound like spidey senses (laughs) it is that's have you met have you guys talked to a teen recently
0: no Never. They're like achingly
1: embarrassing. They're the worst.
0: Yeah. They're awful. Yeah.
1: We did we did have a
0: Oh, a we teen... yeah, we had a teen on. One of the better teens. Yeah. Right at the end. No, of the not window. all teens
2: are created equal though. No. I feel like I feel like if I were if I, I had to do a a teenhood again, it would just it would just mostly be like me uh, not bothering uh to pursue any any boys. <laughs> Cuz eh. uh Teen boys are terrible, and yeah. I was like, uh, "It's just like, no, don't worry about it. You'll, it's fine.
1: <laughs> it's fine. No, it's, it's not a problem." You know, actually, the one thing that I really would dislike more than anything would be having to do redo all of the homework in school. Would if be sent back to my teenage years? Because I went to an annoyingly overachieving high school. And I wouldn't oh. want to do that shit again. And then college again and grad school again. It would be a huge pain in the ass.
0: But then, like, well, for me, at least, I it would be like, okay, now I know enough to, like, actually do stuff in high school that I'm interested in. And, like, yeah. possibly go to a college program that I am interested in. And, like, yeah, I would actually I'd probably be a better decades. student.
1: So would do you would you guys change what you studied in college, knowing what you know now? I don't yeah. know,
0: actually. I cause cause it's not like now I'm like oh man, really should have become a, a like a CPA or something like that. I don't think it's not like I just found out that I would actually have been much happier as an engineer. It's but, like oh
2: god, if only if only I had learned to code and then could be uh, incredibly miserable, like <laughs> working for some startup.
0: Yeah,
1: I feel don't like, work for startups. There's your problem.
0: Yeah, you would know I, that. I man, I don't know what I would do differently. Um. Well, I guess I guess that's like a good sign that you don't have any concrete like don't don't do. I mean, I know, I know
2: a bunch of things I do differently, but they're not um
1: funny.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't don't lend themselves to podcast. Sorry, I, I since I recently transitioned to a semi-serious podcast, I have a problem where I ask deep questions. If you want me to switch into goofs mode, I can definitely go into goofs mode. Yeah, how's, uh, how's, how's yeah, your it's... house
0: of skeletons or something.
1: Oh fuck that, man! I don't know. I play a lot of Dark Souls. It's probably bad for me in a psychological way, but I'm doing it a lot. Well, this is we we have not
2: played Dark Souls. That is something we haven't seen. Our, our previous guest, um, Scott, I wish Abans- we'd
0: said that together in like the same tone of voice, like we haven't, <laughs> we haven't seen, we haven't played ben. Dark Souls. And our our previous guest. Um, uh,
2: scott benson is a, is a big dark souls fan and you can go back to one of his 700 episodes and listen to him talk about that uh but is Entried? this your? yeah he's he was on 700 episodes wow yeah we only, only put up
0: like three though
2: yeah so... yeah you have to yeah it's a subscriber only bonus um but he played all of them and kathy is this was this your first entry into the dark souls realm with with the d the ds3 or had you played them before
1: I attempted to play Dark Souls 1 but I got fed up with it after approximately an hour and stopped.
2: Yeah, all I know about it is that you die a lot.
0: Yeah, and it's really hard. Is is yeah. there a way to play it in like bullet time? <coughs> so the entire time I'm playing the game, everyone else is moving really slowly cuz like rather no. than having a rather than having like an easy mode, I would rather just have one where I'm just waltzing through. Instead of just being eviscerated repeatedly.
1: Well, I mean, there there are ways like you could just make a class like people do speed runs of it, right? And they can play the entire game in like a little more than an hour. Um, so if you can theoretically have characters like watching some YouTube some YouTube videos, yeah, I definitely have. Um, but like, yeah, you depending on how you build your character, right? You could have one where your whole mo is just being like super fast and sneaky and not getting hit by anyone. Yeah. Versus if you're slow and really powerful and you can do a lot of damage. I mean, but
0: like you know. when a guy is half a dragon, I don't think you can really pull an oops, all fleeing run on that. Right. Like it's, it's a certain <laughs> point you're going to have to fight somebody. Yeah,
1: there are, there are definitely spots where you have to stop and fight, but your fighting technique could be a lot more dodge <laughs> rather than like blocking and just, or taking hits. Um. It's still hard. The point is that no matter what you do, no matter what character you build, there's no easy mode in the game. It's just you're playing Dark Souls. Suck it up.
2: And that and that it being hard and dying a lot is part of the experience.
1: Yeah, and you learn to be okay with it, and you learn to develop special dying techniques, like I have. <laughs> Please, Kathy, tell us about your special dying technique. Um, the one thing about a dying technique is that when you realize, hey, I'm definitely going to die you start running towards uh, the bon- previous bonfire so that mm-hmm. when you need to pick up your souls once you're reanimated, you don't have to go into the place where the enemy was killing you before. True. That's some helpful. Um, another some... thing is grinding. Like, you're mm. playing goddamn, you know, MMO. Yep. You do a lot of that. Now, I realize, like, Dark Souls is not... I,
2: I, I've never played it, but I just kind of know it's not my thing because it seems like it requires some sort of uh, uh, actual reflex skill to an
1: extent yeah. to stop dying all the time it's actually so it's interesting cuz it's very timing based it's oh not purely boy. like, yeah. stuff <laughs> have you ever That's seen me try and
0: clap on the one and the three in a song oh seven? no <laughs> well
1: yeah it maybe it maybe is not for you guys but uh, it is uh it
0: when you when you do
1: um, beat one of the outrageously terrifying enemies you do get extreme adrenaline rush like i found out i can't play it right before bed because i get too excited my heart beats (laughs) real fast and my face gets all hot (laughs) when i'm trying to, to kill the the lord wolnir who is a giant skeleton man crawling towards you up a darkened incline
0: that sounds up your alley though
1: yeah i mean i love skeleton men it does yeah, sound I'm like. Sure. How, I mean, it does sound like I would have assumed
2: you like cool down for bed,
0: <laughs>
1: just relaxing, like just an easy, relaxing cool down, just to get me in a sleepy time mode. Yeah, I, I bet drinking a giant skeleton.
0: You're drinking like a cup of calm tea, uh-huh. and and a big skeleton man is is crawling towards you down a mountain, up a mountain. Well, like up if if like if up from
1: the abyss is maybe a better way to describe it. Okay. Do you, like, toss stuff at him? No, you have to hit his bracelets. And then so once his hands break, he slides back down the incline and goes ah, away. Nice. Hardcore. But I realize that I, there are games I've played where dying a lot is kind of
2: part of it. And one of them is the game Long Live the Queen, which I'm not sure if I've talked about on here before. And it's, it's an adorable little, like, anime-style game where you play a, a, a princess who is just... And her, you know, her mother has just passed and in a year she's going to be coronated and it's very, like, adorable and you have to, you know, decide what different classes you're going to, you know, are you going to learn uh, archery or are you going to learn about uh, economics and it's, it's, it's very cute, kind of princess raising, but uh, people are trying to assassinate you all the time <laughs> <laughs> and you die a lot.
1: And, so do you uh, use your archery skills to defend yourself? Yeah, you can.
2: That's uh, well. It's, it's sort of you know, it's it's sort of visual novelty, So it's like, you know, it'll it'll happen that it happened. You know, you uh, there's an archery contest and there's a, an assassin there, and instead of you know, and you know, you might kill him or somebody will you know stuff like that. And then there's poison chocolates or, you know, you might have to raise up your you know diplomacy techniques so you you know, diffuse a situation that would lead to a war where you would definitely be killed and deposed and, <laughs> And I, I, uh this is mostly just me being dumb, is that I didn't kind of think, it was like that you can save the game at any point, and you know, if you die, you could restart, and I just never did that. So whenever I died, I would just start from the beginning. You believe in things being reality,
1: like, you like, yeah. like real life.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like normally when princesses are killed, they then, they restart at the beginning. Yeah, they're
1: reborn as infants. Yeah. That's how it works. <laughs>
0: That's why yeah. time is on a constant loop every time a princess is killed. Uh-huh. But it made it when I
2: when I made it when I finally got to my coronation. It felt so good. See, that is Dark Souls, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Th- like it, that finally clicked for me, like very recently. I was like, oh yeah, I've, I know that feeling. It's
1: yeah. when I be- it's when I became queen. When you became the queen, and in this case, is just you uh, defeat giant skeleton monster. Except that is one of the easier bosses, and is only a third of the way through the game.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> but you have like a machine to play this game on, right? Like, um,
1: it's a it's a machine called an Xbox One. Okay. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> Sorry, wait, I also, wait! I'm so you're expecting done. I was doing like a tabletop Dark Souls. Well, no, like I didn't know if you played it on a computer or like machine. Yeah. Yeah, or like I don't know, like a difference engine, um. <laughs> But no, I just wanted to find out what you play it on.
1: Okay, it's just a weird way of phrasing that question.
0: Well, yeah, I just, I don't know what what machines people use for entertainment.
1: (laughs) A gramophone? Is that what you use? (laughs) (laughs) Can I play Dark Souls on a gramophone?
0: Do you think, could you do a, like, like read-along book? Where it's like, at the sound of the anguished scream... Turn the page.
1: You have now died. (laughs) It would just be a choose choose your adventure book where like every page but one is you've died.
0: (laughs) Go back. What do you do? Leap forward. Turn to page 36. You're dead. You got stabbed. (laughs) Or you just have one page that says you died. And so Mm, like you know that every branching thing, if you turn to page 36, you're like, okay, not that one. Not Uh going to do that one. That's the you're dead page.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's good though, and uh, maybe we should bring up in the podcast. I'm currently um DMing a D and D game that yes. you two are playing. I was about to bring that up because you've been dark. You, you're dark souls in us. I, yeah, I'm extremely dark souls in you, and it's definitely going to be inflecting uh, some decisions that I'm making uh as we move forward. I think.
0: Great. Yeah, you know what I'm looking at right now? Hmm. My dies. My guys. <laughs> yeah, we. Oh, yeah, we play Dungeons and Dragons with Kathy, uh, Ka- or uh, a setting of Kathy's own devising. Um, do you want to talk about that? Because it's actually really cool.
1: Ah, uh, sure. I mean, do you want me to do like to describe the setting, or do you have a voice that
0: you use to describe the setting?
1: <laughs> oh God, I don't. Know. I haven't a prepped anything. <laughs> In a world where uh, people can be reanimated. Uh, you have a DM who loves to kill her characters. And uh, there's some, gonna be some political shit and also some magical shit and sort of science. The end. That does summer. Is I good? was I was telling a, a
2: coworker about our game and I, you know, I mentioned well and well one coworker was like, What's uh what is what is Dungeons and Dragons? How do you even do it? And I like explained uh, the moment we had where there was a, uh, a a roadblock and some of the people decided to try to talk t- talk their way through it, and I got bored and tried to run over the guy with my motorcycle, and um, that led to my coworker going, "Wait, wait, wait! Motorcycle? Then you're not playing Dungeons and Dragons." And I'm like, "No,
1: I am playing Dungeons and Dragons. It's just great." Yeah, it's just a different one. It's a one that has motorcycles and is sort of kind of set in the 1950s.
2: Yeah. <laughs> He he was he was outraged. He was like, "No, you're you're then you're playing d 20 I'm like, "No, no, I know what I'm doing." Oh, tell me,
1: tell them that I can do whatever I want. And nobody can stop me. Yeah,
2: yeah the Dungeons and Dragons is only limited by your imagination, yeah. butthead.
0: Yeah, I dickhead. Always, I always talk to people, and I'm always like, "Well, you know, it's like it's more like collaborative storytelling." Exactly. Um,
2: but anyway, so it's it's like improv, but with dice, and
1: then no one will ever do it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Improv we, but with rules and where you can die.
0: We also <laughs> figured out that the so we're doing it via roll twenty, and we figured out that the the dice on roll twenty, they're really hard. We keep we keep dying, so we actually got physical dice to use. Um, I
1: don't think it's because roll twenty has non fair dice. I suspect that that's not the actual problem. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I know I it's
0: not. I just think we're unlucky in dice, but lucky in love. I think it's just that I
1: was pitting you against extremely overpowered characters and you died, I think, and then you felt saddened by that fact.
2: I will I say just, though, I, Guys, I just rolled a six. How's that?
1: How did that do? It's um, bad. It, well, what oh, die are you pulling? A 20. Uh, that's bad.
0: That's a big Shit. club you have, Kathy. No,
1: that... that's not me. That's just somebody killing Isn't a giant club skeleton. an option, though? Uh, yeah, you can have a club. I, I use a sword, usually.
0: Okay. Just making
1: nine.
0: Sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I got uh Whitney her dice for her birthday, and I went to the complete complete strategist, which is a store in midtown Manhattan. And it is like walking in there, it was like, you know, at the end of Labyrinth, when the puppets say, But if you ever have need of us, so like she could hypothetically <laughs> re enter, it's like. It's like the comic book stores of my youth had said that to me. And I just found <laughs> my way back. Um, they were there the entire time waiting for you? <laughs> yeah, so I could buy a copy of uh, Munchkins, or whatever that game is. Um, I, uh...
2: I, I haven't been in there, but I, I'm picturing it as, like, the candy store in, in Willy Wonka.
0: Sort of. If by candy it's you thick. mean dusty boxes. Like, it's <laughs> straight, like, shelves weighted down with dusty cardboard.
2: Um, my, uh... My other GM, because I'm now involved in two different tabletop role playing games. You're cheating on me? Um, actually, I'm cheating on him with you. Oh, whoa! I'm the mistress. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it's like, yes, I'm now. I'm now 34, and I'm now involved in more tabletop role playing than I ever was as a goth teen. This is very good, and I don't mean that sarcastically. That mm-hmm. um, he was in the Complete Strategist at one point, and he there was this woman there. Uh, who was a German woman, and he was overhearing her asking. He was like, uh, there's this game um, I have heard of. I don't. I can't remember what what it is named. It has been very popular. Um, I think it is a little bit racist. And he said Cards Against Humanity, and she was like, ah,
0: yes, that is it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The racism game. Yeah, the, the
1: racism one.
0: Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> um... It's it's always nice to find those places in Midtown Manhattan where it's like, oh, you're on a forty year lease. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you managed to slip in before it went to shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's some, uh, there's like a witchcraft shop in the East Village that I I feel like is like that. Yeah, a lot of these places, it's like, oh, like, like your business plan. Well, like, okay, so other music in New York is a record store that this is its twentieth year in business. And it is its last year in business, and like reading between the lines, it's because they signed a twenty-year lease, so mm-hmm. their their rent is about to go up like five thousand mm-hmm. um, percent. Aren't they it's... like on
2: like Fourth Street or something ridiculous like that? Yeah,
0: yeah, they're they're like yeah. they're right around the corner from Astor Place Spirits. Sorry, I have a. I have oh a- yeah, I used to I used to live on that street, and
2: I walk <laughs> past it every day. So I, I was just confirming.
0: I I have a very landmark based. Uh, like map of Manhattan, but hmm. um, well yeah, that makes sense and uh but like yeah, now effectively did someone's did some, is someone getting a delivery
2: someone just rang my door I'm gonna go and
0: answer it okay, hang on guys when... it's a candygram <laughs> yeah i i can, I've heard that you can still get singing telegrams.
1: I hope so. God,
0: like, isn't that what the uh, the sharing economy is all about? Yeah.
1: So I can get a human slave to come and uh,
0: deliver songs to people. Okay, so there's multiple singing telegrams in New York, um, and one of the sites for them may harm my computer. Wow, that is a that is a man in a baby costume singing.
1: Oh God. Like, that's the thing, like, New York, this is why people outside of New York see it as this, like, den of iniquity, is that you've got so many people desperate for work that there are men who are willing to sign up to wear a baby costume to go to someone's door and sing a song for money.
0: Okay, apparently there are phone grams in which, I think that's just someone calls and, like, sings a song at them over the Uh, phone, which is is hilariously (laughs) low rent. And not, would not even sound very good yeah, on yeah. the receiving end. I don't think you'd really get it. Um, yeah, what? Hello?
1: Who is this? What? Hey, guys. Hey. Hey.
2: <laughs> Just uh, realized I, I do have a, a mute button on my microphone and could have hit that for all
0: that. That's fine.
2: <laughs> nah. Oh, hope you enjoyed me talking to my super. I didn't no,
0: hear it. We were talking <laughs> about singing telegrams, and I'm sending you a picture. Is of, it a, uh, a
2: singing telegram? Yeah.
1: Oh, this is like...
0: I feel bad about this. Look, a lot of people move to New York to make it as actors, and they become <laughs> singing telegram people. Yeah, but like, should I feel happy about that? About this debasement? I... I mean, there's worse jobs, I would say that's true, yeah. uh you know, at the very least
1: you're not like uh working in a sweatshop, i guess,
0: yeah, um i okay, so now I'm wondering, are there where uh, how big of a city do you have to be to have a singing telegram service like what is the number of pe- of souls? I want to know what there. the singing
2: the singing telegram capital of America is. Like where are there the most It's
1: definitely New York, right? There's well, no what way there. are Los Angeles. Yeah, but think guess... of the number there's not nearly as many people who want to do musical theater who move to LA.
0: That's true.
1: They moved to okay, Madison does have singing telegrams, so okay, that's I was sense. actually
0: kind of wondering about that. I was like, is it possible for me to send Kathy a singing telegram?
1: <laughs> Before this so podcast is out. <laughs>
0: That gets to her house today. It looks
1: like there's actually multiple ones in the Madison area.
0: Really? I, yeah, I, was... know. I actually think that, that that Los Angeles may have more. Um, but Why, though? Well, just because I yeah, searched just... and I'm getting a lot more hits. I'm getting YouTube videos. Or maybe here.
2: they just have better SEO.
0: Also, the, the... I wonder... How the proliferation of like licensed characters in Times Square affects that? Like, maybe you can't even get the costumes anymore because there's so many people in
1: Times Square who need those costumes. Yeah, yeah.
0: Every, <laughs> every gorilla costume in in New York is in Times Square right now. You think
1: that's a, a supply and demand issue, right? I don't think there's infinite people waiting queuing up to get gorilla costumes so they, they can go them to Times anymore. Square. <laughs> they're completely out of production
0: I I actually think it would be a good idea to get like one really nice gorilla costume and just be that's your thing your gorilla for Halloween for the rest of time for yeah. forever yeah and every time they're like oh that's a professional grade gorilla costume
1: that looks really good like is it one where you actually have to like spirit gum the gorilla face features to your face so you can no. move the face
0: I'm thinking like the the gorilla costume in uh in trading places.
1: Yeah, the rapey <clears throat> gorilla? <laughs> yeah.
0: No, no. Well, no, no. They, they they the 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 costume they put the guy in. Uh,
2: I was just watching last night um the uh there yeah, was a Cadbury uh, There's a like a Cadbury dairy, dairy milk commercial from years back that's a guy in a gorilla costume. Playing the drums on uh, In the Air Tonight. And uh, so that was a good grill costume. And I watched it because last night I was, uh, I'd been playing video games with my headphones on, and I, I took off my headphones to hear that somebody in my building, because I have the windows open because it's uh, spring and it's nice, was cranking, was blasting Phil Collins in the air tonight. And I was like, huh, the, the drums haven't hit yet. Oh, yeah. But then before they did, he switched it to Hotel California. Oh.
0: He yelled, I can't finish this. <laughs> <laughs> he threw a shoe at the ceiling.
2: And that's, and that's why my uh, I'm, I'm now sitting in a, in a pile of ashes.
0: Because I burned the building down. Oh.
2: And after that, it, he switched it to Sweet Home Alabama.
1: So just like going through a lot of just shitty classic rock yeah, I
2: was like, I was like, I, I need to start yelling requests. I'm like, just play, like Green Grass and High Tides or something.
1: Like, were they trying to teach a masterclass on white people?
2: I think so. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it just became, it's, and then I was like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm the, I'm the white person complaining about other white people in their rapidly not justifying to it. white people music, right? <laughs> so I ended up, so I ended up watching, like, listening to in the air tonight, like five times last night because I. You needed it. Got got drum blocked,
0: you know? Yeah. You needed in the air tonight with release. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry that I'm just I'm taking it down this route. Like, I need to finish. I didn't feel comfortable <laughs> making that joke on Twitter. So, I so you it saved clear. it. Yeah. Well <laughs> like,
1: you know that <laughs> you know that it can't be retweeted here. Yeah. It's a safe space. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
2: Oh. Yeah, forty forty minutes deep in a podcast. That's the, that's the safest space in the world <laughs> no one's gonna listen to this shit <laughs> i can i can tell all my secrets i've confessed crimes uh-huh
0: oh have you guys don't, go honor, circling back briefly
1: No, <laughs> you know go, honor, go, go make make the joke
0: uh your honor i'd like to present this audio clip from 40 minutes <laughs> into a bog- inadmissible <laughs> that doesn't exist no one's no one's ever gonna listen to that that was effectively a private conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, my apologies. Continue.
1: Oh, sorry. I was going to completely change the topic. So, if if you guys feel that we haven't fully tapped out the joke, then I would no, be willing no, to it's hold. it's good. It. It's good. Yeah, not, it's I'm good and ready. It's good and done. Um. So on on my podcast yesterday. Um. I know what's the name of that podcast, Kathy. The the name of the podcast is. This is my son. Mm. Um, and I happen to be, uh, my guest this week was David Faulkner, a friend of mine, who also happens to be running a d and game, because that's the hot thing to do these days. Um, but I think it's also probably because we, through our social group, uh, Spreading Like Wildfire has been uh, McElroy fandom. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ha- have you guys gone into that? deeply in depth on
0: this podcast
1: before we've mentioned they,
0: it i think we've yeah. mentioned it but i don't think we've talked about it like fully
2: i mean we, we've talked about it. we've 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 brought up those those boys
1: so i've i mean i've just been sort of astounded by how big of an impact it's had and over how short a span of time
0: yeah
1: it feels I... like
0: go ahead what
2: I feel like a uh, like Monster Factory really uh, lit a
0: match. Yeah, to uh,
2: to exposing
0: because those were very those are very digestible, like snippets of McElroy hilarity.
2: And then you're like, this is funny. I wonder if there's anything. Oh God, everything. <laughs> there's
0: so much content. You open the closet, and all the content falls on you, <laughs> knocks you over. It's just horse corpses and uses of the word boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So I mean, as uh, because I'm I'm currently basically walking in the footsteps of our our Lord and Savior, Griffin McElroy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when he sleeps.
0: Yeah, I've, and I
1: plotted it out. Like I've I've done I've got charts and diagrams.
0: All that red <laughs> yarn on the
1: walls. <laughs> yeah, connecting every podcast, every like video game, every uh, web. A uh, video series thing, and like, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't work. Like, never just pers- don't add up. I play literally one video game, and that is taking. Like, I don't have time for D&D now. Yeah, <laughs> I barely have time to watch the media required for my podcast. Yeah, I just don't fucking understand.
0: He, I, I've mentioned this to Whitney, and I feel comfortable saying this now because it's a safe space, um, and no one's listening. Podcast, yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> But he's the person most recently that I have, like, extreme brain jealousy towards. Sure. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, for, like, me, that manifests as, like, extreme crush. Like, very big. Mm. Like, very big. Okay. <laughs> and it's bad. It's, it's bad. So we're in the crush zone now. I, yeah, it's a bad habit of mine where I can't mm-hmm. just admire someone I have to have a crush on them and I it it is uh really annoying
0: I mean there's a certain degree to which I feel like like manifesting desire towards someone is a way of kind of bringing them under your control like within yes. your own like psyche
1: <laughs> I'm controlling yeah. them yeah <laughs> eat i wish man if i had if i controlled everyone that i had a crush on oh boy i'd be so powerful
0: <laughs> you could Bar- make ones of them kiss barack obama <laughs> yeah exactly
1: um yeah no i i agree though i think it's it's putting putting a generic admiration into something that your brain because like human brains are not good at stuff yeah, so they're like We've got some buckets here of people. There's like a family bucket, we got a friends bucket, and anyone that you admire more than a friend, we're going to put into the lust bucket. Oh my god, that bucket is so gross.
0: We have a title, it's really gross. Gentlemen. It's
1: sticky and like wet. It smells bad. It's
0: less a bucket, it's fleshy. You don't see a yeah. fleshy
1: bucket. It's a biomechanical <laughs> lust bucket.
0: Yeah, this is very this is very Cronenbergian. You know, <laughs>
1: Anyway, so yeah, I think it's basically something where it's like uh, I'm not sure what your feelings for this person are, so we're just going to interpret it psychologically as uh, as romantic e. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, even though you know, consciously I'd be like, yeah, he's a married man who I probably will never meet. <laughs> uh so it's not really like practical, but my brain is dumb and bad.
2: Yeah, we're we're go we're going to the to the live the mabam band live show. in a yeah, in a couple uh, well,
1: some weeks, of us. So. Don't live in major cities.
0: I'm just saying, if you want me to
2: like like get a piece of of his hair or something.
0: Jobs.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, some of us uh, pursued (laughs) our dreams and got jobs in real industries. No. Um, Yeah, if you want to tell Griffin McElroy that he's in my lust bucket and leave it at
0: that. (laughs) You're in Kathy's lust bucket. Bye. (laughs) It's gross in there. It's gross in there.
2: Well, I, I would I would not say I have a crush on any of the McElroys, but that did not stop me from having a sex dream about one of them.
1: Like I wish I could have a sex dream about one of them. I don't really have sex dreams. I do. It's sad.
2: Unconvenient. Yeah, inconvenient.
0: Mm. My I I have them very rarely. My best one was it, it was a it was with a woman who was also the universe. Like her her body was actually like the like it's she nice. like the Milky Way. You were F- fucking off. the eternal woman. Yeah, yeah. I woke up. I was, like, I was like, Eat it. I was like, there you go, Carlos Castaneda. Beat that.
2: <laughs> oh, I was just like immediately mad at you. When you
0: said that. <laughs> um, no, my
2: my my best uh, celebrity sex dream was having sex with Ryan Gosling while on a moving motorcycle.
1: Holy shit! That's when where I woke up and I was like, I was like, well done, well done, brain. Like, why would you ever bother to wake up from that? From that? That's, like, <laughs> the perfect reality. Yeah.
2: and yeah, Motorcycle here
1: sex reality. Motorcycle celebrity sex reality.
2: So, yeah, we, since we have, uh, we got motorcycles in that D&D game. Kathy, yeah, I think you can, you know. Wanna,
0: and there's a, like, there's a handsome orc doctor. Yeah, do you want to have sex with him?
1: No, I'm a married woman. Yeah, I don't know. You know, what, what happens in the campaign stays in the campaign. Whatever happens on those strange trails exactly people fall in and out of love people die people come back to life
2: i think i think i think the handsome work doctor and uh, and bone job are the ones to uh watch out for
1: <laughs> i don't know i don't think that i think that it's a little too clinical of a an interest on the yeah. handsome work
0: doctor's part i just i, I didn't don't imagine have he... like like yeah but um he I, sees he, bone he, job as a specimen yeah he's very intrigued <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think Mark have you described your character cuz I think it's oh, one yeah. of the most striking
0: parts. My character is just like he's like he's just a weirdo. <laughs> he's like, sort of like a wild man. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, like he's just kind of a a, a dirtbag. Yeah, he's like a wild man dirtbag like 5 year old. He doesn't have very good impulse control. And like it, it's it's actually it's very interesting playing D and D because you hear about this, but this is my first like actual game playing with a character that I've I've come up with, and how much the character changes once you begin playing, because like my original version of him was a lot more like sentient than he than he's <laughs> turning out to be. Yeah, he doesn't speak really at all. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's just he just does things like without thinking, and and a cool thing is that uh is that Whitney's character. Viv is like sort of because she's a mother herself, or, or, or like she has a cha- She has a four-year-old that reminds her of bone job, so she's kind <laughs> of fallen into this role. It's like I know, sure I know how to fucking deal with toddlers, so. making sure bone job doesn't like eat anything or like knock important things over. <laughs> and the interesting thing that is because you chose the class of uh
1: bard for him, he's not. <laughs> He doesn't really perform. He doesn't do the classical bardic things like being sort of charming and uh, (laughs) roguish.
0: Well, he does have high charm, but I think it's just because people are like, "What is that?" But he's charismatic in a a inscrutable way. Yeah, I think that also, like,
2: like... (laughs) in the way you like are drawn to a uh, car crash.
0: I also forgot that bardic inspiration is like a class trait that I can cast, and also our like our actual encounters have been fairly short so far. So I haven't been able to cast it, but I actually do have songs written for the different characters like to give them bardic inspiration wow. that I will sing without any provocation <laughs> at all. Really. I can't wait
1: for that to happen.
0: Yeah. I want to share that
2: it was at my at my birthday party and this is before you got there Mark. Uh, I was talking to somebody about D&D and I said, "Oh, our party is um, me, a fighter, a wizard and three bards." And it created
0: uproarious laughter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that's well, how cool my
0: birthday party was. Yeah. Um something that that I a guy that I work with who I was talking to about D anD D and about bards mentioned that it is actually a cool character trait that none of us chose to pursue, but it it does seem really cool. Is that for bards you can also play them as like traveling folklore scholars, like like a lot more like an Indiana Jones character. Mm-hmm. And we didn't do that, but that is mm-hmm. like, very cool. Um,
1: but... yeah, I mean, we could have had like three different, very different bards, but instead we have three almost identical bards in yeah. terms of. <laughs> Skills, well, I'm weapons.
0: a part of valor, so I'm actually a lot more like action loaded. Mm. But okay. that didn't, that, that didn't that help me too much. Yeah, well, it'll it'll help once I actually put you
1: once I actually put you into battles that you can win. Yeah, I think it will be a different <laughs> dynamic. You guys, there's still like in that game, there's still a little bit more exposition to do, and it took so long <laughs> to get through. <laughs> Yeah, that's, well, this is what my uh
2: my my other my other dm was also complaining not complaining he was like i've really uh because our last session was on tuesday he was like yeah the where where we ended tonight is where i thought we were gonna end last time
0: because uh, you know yeah.
2: people just get up to antics and then
0: no
1: goofs i mean you guys spent so long trying not to die with those bears and i kept trying to tell you yes i'm going to kill you don't worry about
0: it well it, but yeah well, we were like I don't think I feel like our characters are probably not too keen on death.
1: That's true. I suppose it was character in in character for you yeah. to attempt. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. To I die. didn't have much. I didn't have much choice. I died pretty much immediately. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Now, um. But
2: our new segment D and D chat. <laughs> but...
0: <laughs> but
2: again, yeah, fifty fifty two minutes into a podcast. Yeah, this is a. Oh, prime, it's prime dnd chat just gonna, time i'm just
0: gonna read out my credit card information now
1: <laughs> you want my routing number my social security number that's my address do some credit checks
0: that's how i stole paul f tompkin's identity
1: really <laughs>
0: that's what he my podcast, podcast.
1: <laughs> you found the one the least likely one where he was just reading
0: off all of his personal yeah information. yeah that's a deep he's, cut. He's on
2: so many. You can't. It's you know. It's hard to pin down the one where he gave out he all just, of his personal information at the
0: end of every podcast he's on. He just leans at the mic and goes five or three, uh-huh. and when you put them in order, that's his. uh That's his social.
2: And you have to solve the puzzle of yeah of like
0: what the order is
1: like. All like the,
0: talk is the color <laughs> of his bow ties. That's a that's puzzle. A puzzle F. Tompkins? Sorry, yes. I did say Puzzle F. Tompkins. Oh my god, the Puzzle Master. <laughs> puzzle F. Tompkins. It's so perfect!
2: Like He's like <laughs> Professor Layton, but...
0: But real.
2: <laughs> but real and from Philadelphia. Oh, so, job. um... I have been playing what I was doing until about five minutes before we did this, is I... I kickstarted a game a while back, and this this is just like what I do with kickstarters is like kickstart your comic or your movie, movie or your game, and then I get it and I never play it or read it or do whatever. Yeah. But I actually did. There's this game called Aviary Attorney. And I've been tweeting about it appropriately, tweeting because it's about birds. It is uh, it is like a game that is that is like um, yeah they 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 made a tweeting joke in the game itself. So, um, it's it's a game about it's like the Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney yes. series, but um everyone is uh uh ber- mostly birds uh animal characters but it's in um 1840s France.
0: <laughs> oh, I it's... did not know that part.
2: Yeah, this is what, so like today I was like I feel like I I was like I need to pause this game and I kind of need to look up some stuff about French history to give me some context <laughs> for this um this bird lawyer game. And then I had to look I had to look and then I looked up some stuff about the like, you know, Samson in the Bible to figure out a puzzle. And I'm like this bird lawyer game is, is the shit. I'm learning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's really an educational bird lawyer game.
2: Yeah, because you know they were talking about you know there's, there's been some plot lines about revolutionaries and I'm like, wait, when was the French Revolution? And then I was like, oh wait, they had a lot. They had a, a bunch <laughs> of revolutions. They just
1: kept doing it because it was so fun.
2: They <laughs> had a fuck ton of revolutions, those guys. Uh,
0: so, yeah. T- today was the first day of my... Uh, you know what I hadn't seen? The book *Persuasion* by Jane Austen. So I started a reading group, uh, to read books by women authors for men. You mean, a book club. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. Or a
2: reading group. Or a reading group. I don't know. I feel. I feel like shying away from the word book
0: club. It's, no, I literally uh, just forgot what the word book club. Was, like what those were. I was like, <laughs> it's like when we read, read. We all gathering.
1: read, and it's like multiple people. What would we call that? Reading yeah, group. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I support it. I want what we call it. I have a bunch of books that I want you to read.
0: Okay, yeah, add them to the the list. Uh, it is uh, I probably tweeted most of them already. It is very funny uh Whitney noted that it when I when I asked for suggestions. I was like, "I we'd love I I'd really love suggestions from women." Like a bunch of dudes immediately uh... started being like I was like
2: I was like, "Hey, I want to I start a book club for, for people who identify as men and read books written by women. Any women want to suggest things?" I'm like, oh, "Yep, There's a bunch of dudes had to
1: put in their 2
2: <laughs> This the I know days. best
1: which women are the best to read,
2: and they're men. They're men who are our friends, and I so yeah, I did not, not I did not call them on it, but I was still like, "Fellas, it's
1: just typical." Like
2: I, I had the other day, um, I was uh, I was going home. And I was uh, on the subway, I was, you know, navigating the subway, and I'm still um, walking with a cane, uh, due to my broken foot. And, um, like, a guy, like, I was, you know, heading towards something, and a guy, like, saw me, and he, like, gestured for me to go ahead in this very, like, dramatic, you know, oh, go on sort of thing. And I tweeted about this, and I, I got, like, five dudes, all friends of mine, responding with various m'lady things. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> yeah. you're all making the same milady joke. That lady. <laughs>
0: You're all dudes.
2: Um, uh, yeah, I it's, actually, it's hard actually, to be a dude. I'm sorry, Mark.
0: Oh, it's fine. Uh, I actually <laughs> looked back at my when you mentioned that I looked at my original thing and I was like, maybe I didn't say no, no, I actually asked for women's recommendations. It's fine. And yeah, you specifically did, said if, it. if any of you if anybody who is listening is one of the dudes who's like, that's fine. Uh like don't want to make you guys feel shitty for liking female authors. Um, but we're reading Persuasion because I had not, uh, like, I feel like, so the like part of it is like a quirk of my high school, uh, like read, like English education where I think for some reason I got put in a like remedial English class. I think like I was supposed to be in the like higher level English class and they didn't have enough room. So they put me in a not as high English <laughs> class. <laughs> Which was uh, in retrospect, I was I was a reader, so um, that was uh, but
1: uh,
2: like he'll get he'll get top marks here, and it'll make him feel very good about himself. Oh,
1: yeah. I'm good at reading. Mark
0: Popham, <laughs> age twelve, <Hey>, a <laughs> circle of paper. Um, but but like like I I'd never read so many uh female authors, like just never read them, and then like in the way of like being a guy who is sexist in ways that are not obvious to him, which I guess is like all oh, guys, but like, it just never occurred to me ever that I would just pick up a Jane Austen book and read it. So I'm like, kind of, I'm trying to like, um, I'm trying to get on that shit. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, Oh, Whoa. Whoa. The most popular writer in, uh, in, in, in English history is, is is very good. This is very. Wow. This is very readable. <laughs> what a surprise! <laughs> yeah, the most like the most beloved author, like outside of Shakespeare, but so definitely like the the most beloved uh, writer of the novel in the mm-hmm. English language is uh, is quite good.
1: <laughs> well, like what a surprise! It's good that we finally have Mark's reading group yeah. to tell us that Jane Austen thank, is thank good. God, Yeah, thank
2: God, a man. Thank God, thank God, men are here to tell yeah. us. <laughs>
0: yeah uh, there's there's no win in here yeah <laughs> you
2: can't win this game <sighs>
0: Um, i mean
2: i i want to make you guys read um some gay romance novels
0: yeah add that to the right. list i'm what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna have a big spreadsheet of all of the books that were recommended and this first one i actually felt kind of bad because i was like we're reading persuasion i did not really allow for it to be very democratic um but i had already downloaded the audio book so, <laughs> so it's just a streamlining the process type yeah of but since it's also our first one uh like i don't i i really don't want to be like okay we've read jane austen cut to 10 years later like i don't want to move historically and just stick to like literary mm-hmm. novels i'd like to jump around uh get up get up and get down house of yeah Lord. like um, can i can
1: i plug mine because i don't know if mine's going to get the same attention that it should and i novel? think it's better it very though not my novel that I wrote, but the one of the ones I suggested on Twitter. Yeah, hit me. <laughs> and it's interesting because I also mentioned it on my podcast. Again, I'm gonna mention I Just dropped this name on my podcast. This is my son this week, um, because it was it reminded me. It, it's something that Zardoz reminded me, which is one of the things we <laughs> talked about on my podcast. So it's it's called which Women. I haven't, I haven't seen that, but I'm you should aware. haven't seen that, but you should you should first of all read this book. Woman on the Edge of Time by Marge Piercy, which I'm recommending. Yeah. And then he should watch Zardoz and be like, wow, there's actually like a lot of similarity. And it's not similarity in that there's Sean Connery in red underwear in it.
0: There isn't? No, he's not in the book. Okay, I'm push- I'll say right not now. pushing this laptop off of the desk, so I'm not going <laughs> to read it. I'm um, sorry that I, I gave you this negative impression to start off with. No, this actually, like, t- temporally, this is kind of exactly where I want to go after austin so maybe i'll just force all of these men to follow me to woman on the edge of time next
1: well yeah i think you should because you're the leader and yeah. that's what leaders do and also because if if jane Austen makes you feel like okay and happy and be like wow like the world is sort of fun and relatively light-hearted and and witty um woman on the edge of time will crush your spirit in in that it will make you experience what it's like to be
0: a disempowered woman ah okay <laughs> Okay, and that's never why mind. We're away. not reading it anymore. No, no, no.
1: But it's also it's also a utopian sci fi novel.
0: Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we're doing that next. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> yep. uh, as the alpha male of this feminist book club, <laughs> I'm declaring <laughs> that we're reading this book next.
1: It's a totalitarian dictatorship book club. What
0: if? So, so we're also doing this book club via Slack, which is kind of interesting. But like, uh, because also I can I can when pe- like. Uh, someone quoted the book, which was really good, and I gave them the little 100 emoticon or emoji. So maybe, like, the pe- the people who get the most emojis or the most thumbs up on what they say become the alpha male of the week.
1: Oh. Can you call them the den mother, though? No. Yes. <laughs> like, okay. I think what you should have is all of your ranks should be feminine. Okay. All your rankings. That's fine.
2: It's getting getting dangerously uh, uh, McGorry
0: up in here.
1: <laughs> my my main point was just like, if it's men reading women, that should also be men embracing femininity, you know?
0: That's true. Mm-hmm. I accept that. Um, dangerously McGorry.
1: <laughs> I saw I I caught, I caught a little bit of that on Twitter this week. What was going on with that? He oh, he's just
0: says just, things. Oh,
1: he's God. just like,
2: Mm, he's just—I okay. like—I barely know who this dude is. I only became aware of him. It's just like, it's like he's, the performative wokeness yes, of some he's an dude.
0: Extremely self-congratulatory male feminist whose whole thing is talking about how impressed women are that he's a feminist.
2: And like, I don't know, some tweet about no, I did not It was just.
1: Ugh. Is he is he famous for anything other than that, or just is he being an actor? He's on Orange Is the New Black. Okay. Okay. I have to look him up now because I've never. I don't really watch Orange Is the New Black though. But yeah, I, I I've only seen. The oh, first. it's this fucker.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would be a lot better if it was Jason Biggs.
2: It would. I would. I would actually kind of. That'd be that'd be sweet. I would I think. really
0: <laughs> like Jason Biggs to be a very. Wait. Also, did you guys see the like Victorious marriage thing?
2: Oh, the the like oh, okay. it was like a New York Times vows thing that's like. Despite the despite feminism, they somehow fe- got married. Oh,
0: uh, no. this was this is some sort of Facebook group that has like like memes Jesus. you can use to post on social media for dudes to like beg their social media followers, their female social media followers, to not like seduce them with pokes. With with pokes specifically? Yeah, well, it mentions pokes and like seductive oh. jokes and things. Um. You can have you look at dig... this link that I just sent you and see
1: it's actually written by a man?
2: Oh, it's, this... Can we talk about how how woke uh, Matt McGorry was? I don't in, think it's
1: in... ironic though. No. Yeah, he
2: was. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I've seen this, and it was he was so bay and so woke. Uh,
1: Ugh. Uh, gross. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, no, come on, man. God damn uh, it! Oh,
0: so uh, about... this is. Oh, okay. Is... I'm breaking my own fingers now. Look what you've done.
1: Oh. Oh. oh no, no, every time the further I scroll down on this, it just article, it gets
0: worse.
1: I the more I'm, annoyed I am. This
0: is actually the like incredible thing that like the bar is so low for like men being feminists that you can be like, you can be really extravagantly outspoken on like the most obvious shit in the world. And receive so many kadoos, which is how I say kudos for that viewpoint. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's it's fine. It's yeah, life. It's yeah.
1: Right.
0: I had I had
2: a well this this week. You know, big news, big news for um, uh, funny uh, nerdy girls everywhere was that uh, Chris Evans and Jenny Slater dating. Big news. Big, yeah. Big news. I've. Big I've, news. I've, I've yeah, I had a friend who I texted like within seconds of finding out because I'm like, I was like, you need to know this changes everything. And I tweeted that I tweeted about that. And I had some dude, some rando who I have no idea who he was respond with. Yes, he's a very lucky man. And I was like, shut the shut the
0: fuck up. I get it.
2: I get Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah all I get right, it. You're, fine. You're, you're extreme. Yeah, no, but this isn't about you. No, it's not. <laughs> this yeah. is about Jenny Slate winning one for the team. She did <laughs> it for why? all of us. She, she did it for all of us. us. All of us. For the funny, medium, pretty girls everywhere. Yeah, Aww. for the pretty, pretty. Well, no, actually, I think Jenny Slay's is very pretty. Yeah, she's very pretty. But then there's, you know, there's like, you know, next level Hollywood. She's not city, a supermodel, like, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's it's a very hunky guy and an intelligent comedian getting yeah. together, rather than yeah. you know, a, a a hunky guy and some rando hot chick. Yeah, not to say rando hot chicks are bad. There's nothing no, wrong. No, they're
2: fine. Yeah, rando hot chicks. They're they're they you know they. I just have no I have
1: no emotional investment in random hot chicks because I, I don't have em, I have emotional <laughs> I have emotional um investment in Jenny Slate so I do yes I do also yeah
2: so but yeah well I mean yeah Chris Evans is a lucky
1: man but that's not what this is about Go I think away. they're both lucky they both have, it's a good match and we're happy that those types of matches are happening do you think he yeah. lifts her. Oh, Definitely, so. he can lift it. He could probably throw her. Like at some, oh, well,
0: I can, th- I can throw lots of things. But at, at some point, he has to have laid down on a weight bench, and she's had to have laid across his hands, and he's had to like bench her. Like <gasps> that just—that's a law, <laughs>
1: huh? But like, where did who forced this situation to happen? What well, entity is, was like? No, you funny. must now fun her. people. They're very no. Fun. I think this would be like a mutual agreement. That the be yeah, like. like I'm. I'm sure it was like a sex thing. Sure,
2: it's like, hey Jen, you want to see if I can bench you? And she's like, fuck yeah, I do. And then I think my see, my
1: point yeah. right is that of course, of course, he can bench her easily. She's tiny. Yes, he's giant. He's giant. He's have you seen uh, Civil, Captain America: Civil War? No, we no. haven't seen that. Did you watch that fucking helicopter thing that's in the trailer? I
0: mean, no, I, I am. Saw the I gifts. am playing.
2: I am playing. Uh, um since I have the the phone game Avengers Academy, and it's, it's, they're now having the Civil War event there, and uh, in in that um, the the uh, conflict between Team Cap and Team Iron Man uh, and Team Iron Man is uh, solved with arm wrestling matches. So
1: that's essentially what it is in the
2: movie
0: too. Pretty the good. They're, kissing, they're not kissing their own biceps; they're kissing each other's biceps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. I hate you. Mm, there, the biceps. Okay, this. So you sent this to me. You just sent us a link, but when you look at the URL, it says https like Google.com search Matt McGorry, and then it says Captain, Captain America, America Civil, Civil War. War wow. <laughs>
1: I think it's like Google stores your search history yeah. in the URL.
0: I was like, what? What am I about to pull? <laughs> it's like I you know, know I, it's,
1: it's recognizing that first I searched Matt McGorry, and immediately afterwards I searched Captain America Civil War helicopter scene. I have noticed Google
2: doing this where I have like searched one thing, and then I searched something else related, and then that it pops up like something like that. I would not necessarily regularly be the the first suggestion, but since it is related to the last thing, I can't think of a. a uh, an example right now, but it's it's happening. Google knows anyway, uh, yeah, good, good job, Chris Evans. just yeah. uh just biceps
1: muscle, arms, muscles, whole like dorito shaped torso like he just looks pretty good i' I'm, I'm you know me, I'm a Sebastian Stan person more than a
0: Chris would Evans you say, person. would you say you're a
2: Sebastian Stan Stan? God damn it Stan Stan. Uh, are you familiar with the term "stan" to be a a stan of someone? No. Uh yeah, it's it's, it's basically it's you know being a like a, a super fan, a, a defending them to to all. It's just being a super fan of someone. Well, For, anyway,
1: I... I I would yes, I would defend Sebastian Stan, sure. In what a fight, in a duel.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I I definitely. He seems like, very delicate. Like him.
2: Yeah, he seems. It's a lot of like people like hitting him and making him cry which is a thing i like for uh to
1: see and <laughs> you like to see pretty pretty boys get beat up and be sad yeah because i do too mm-hmm. but i think the important thing about sebastian stan is that he is a a dork fanboy for his own character and i yeah, I've, respect i've seen that. some evidence of this I respect it because there. I think there are a lot of people, a lot of actors who who go into superhero movies, and they're kind of like, yeah, well, this is kind of dumb. Like ultimately, I don't really care. But he is like literally like engaged in fandom, and like his, <laughs> he likes certain pairings and is actively trying to get them to happen in the movies. <laughs>
2: yeah, I saw, I saw something where he was like commenting on somebody's Instagram post about
1: Bucky with his yeah. Bucky feelings, and like, like when he's when he's going to get the 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 standalone Bucky movie. And he's predicting when it's going to be. But it's just like speculation. Because he apparently doesn't know. <laughs> I don't think a standalone Bucky movie would be. It would be good. It would just be like a spy thriller. Or just, you Either. know,
2: just just him.
1: Just, just bucking around. Just him crying. Yeah. I mean, so the the important thing about Civil War, and I think there it, it had a lot of shortcomings, probably mostly induced by them having to pile like 3,000 characters into it. But the most critical part is that up until the point that he's framed for a, a terrorist bombing, Bucky seems to just be hanging out in Romania buying plums yeah. at the store.
0: That makes sense.
1: <laughs> and I want I want that to be plums. just Yeah, plums are if you can get a good plum, there's no reason not to buy a good plum.
0: You don't see that yeah, after the... he buys the plums, but before he's framed, he was he actually had a cooking show that he was, like, on the way to.
1: Uh-huh. And he was gonna do that. And he was actually well-known in Romania as a, a celebrity chef.
0: Yeah. Do you know the, the like, the, the chicken with plums recipe that uh, Christopher Walken did that one time? It was that. No. Okay. I was about
1: to ask what the
2: hell recipe you were planning with these plums.
0: Was, yeah, plums aren't a good cooking plum. vegetable, or good good cookied fruit. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just finding this Christopher Walken thing. Oh wait, Moroccan was... plum recipe. Oh, uh, he did pears. Never mind. Yeah. Well, no, you could, you know you could stew of... the plums. It's like that's like a that's like a very like Moroccan thing, I would say. Thing. Like doing a tagine or something with like plums. With,
2: with some fruit in it. So you're saying Bucky was on his way to make
1: make a tagine.
0: Yes. Exactly.
1: <laughs> it checks out. And I would have wa- if the movie had just been um Bucky Bucky's makes tagine, tagine? I, to Jean. I would have enjoyed it probably a little bit more than I actually enjoy the movie.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I, I enjoy... Um, I do find myself, like, very frequently when I'm watching the big old superhero movies, is Like I, I check out a lot in the action scenes sometimes. Like, especially if I'm watching them at, at home, I'm just like, meh. Uh, so, you know, if they just made it all, like, yeah, uh, shopping for plums, maybe uh, going on a road trip to buy Like, that's why,
1: that's what, like... Eighty-five percent of all of the the MCU fan fiction is is all like yeah. domestic and road trip fanfic because that's yeah. all people want to see. They don't care about the superhero fight stuff. What they want to see is just the characters interacting in other settings.
0: Yes, um, which I
1: always find interesting because it's like the the only things that make these people non-standard people are these superpowers. But people don't actually care about the superpower yes. parts.
0: Just that they're like nice, fun people you would like to hang out with. Or they it's have like, a you
1: know, or like what are
2: they you know when they're all just hanging out and watching Top Chef together?
0: Uh-huh. What's that like? <laughs> yeah, what I mean, if let's, see it's just, that. let's? I want the whole movie that's just the after the credits like joke scene. Exactly, that's just them like chilling. Isn't that what Ant Man was? Probably. Hey Man had no, no, Ant Man had a lot of
2: fucking ants in it.
0: Guys, that's true. <laughs> guys, oh, it's four twenty-one. Never mind. Oh. No, it's, it's, it's we forgot it's to for blaze me. it. I'm, uh, I'm not, You're twenty you here.
1: here. I still have an hour left. Okay, get ready.
0: <laughs> I am, yeah, prep yourself. <laughs> I'm
1: bracing myself. <laughs> an hour to prep to blaze it. I stress out a lot every day when I'm in my in the run up to 420 to make sure that I'm sufficiently chill and blazing it.
0: Yeah, you're chiefing mightily. Like you don't want to chief <laughs> weekly.
1: Yeah, like and it, it's really stressful, and I it's really uh, actually pretty hard on me to do my 420 prep every day. What do you do to, to like do other stretches or, um, first there's a lot of organization. There's a lot of paperwork that you have. to <laughs> yeah. Um, you're pre you're, you're pre chief and pre chief and paperwork. There's some certain oh. forms that have to get an initial and a timestamp on them. So I, you know, will write down in my log, uh, you know what time it is. And, um, um, you know, all kinds of marijuana related statistics. Yeah. Yeah. That I have. And uh so then then come the stretches, the vocal exercises, the sort of diaphragm and lung exercises. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, because if your lungs are not in shape, you can't blaze it. And I tell this to people over and over again.
0: But they try and blaze it. And they they try and blaze it
1: with they blaze it without proper lung support, without proper, you know, diagram and abdominal exercises, and they don't have the skills. To do it in a safe and effective way, and I think it's such a such a tragedy. So I spend a lot of time. That's about forty five minutes, um, and then it's a it's a it's a big matter of getting um, relaxed and getting into the headspace. So there's a, some meditation. Um, I I you I have like a usually um, sort of an icon that I can use to to focus on, reflect on when I'm doing the meditation, and mm-hmm. which is typically. Um, it's, a actually a watercolor painting of, uh, a bag of Doritos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, if I, I am, if which, local.
2: Uh, nacho, Cool Ranch, uh, sweet chili, what kind of Doritos?
1: Um, it's the ones that are really big and thick. I can't remember exactly what they're called. Oh, those, like, 3D ones. Yeah, I know, I know what you it's mean. It's not just the 3D, but they're, they're uh, it's like if they, someone took a standard Dorito and brewed, blew it up to, like, one point... Four times its normal scale.
0: But but mm-hmm. not not but only in thickness.
1: In both thickness and size. Oh, okay. I have to find them now because I these are pretty important. I'm surprised it's, considering that I contemplate this image.
0: They sell them like like those Bobino's uh like uh pizza crusts. Just in the old no things, maybe that's just a New York thing. Yeah.
1: They're called Oh my god, there's so many varieties of Doritos. There are. There oh, are. Oh shit! I like. I spent an entire like month making fun of these a couple years ago, <laughs> 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 and now I can't remember. what a hell was. of a the month. <laughs> They're just really big. Oh, is it j- jacked? Yeah, Doritos jacked.
2: <laughs> oh boy. google this i've never seen your i feel like you might be uh since you're in the midwest
1: you get like more of the the test things (laughs) this is this is from this i like michigan three years ago
0: i absolutely love i'm looking i'm at the frito-lay website for uh uh, for doritos Jacked spicy street taco flavored tortilla chips and if you scroll it. down, it says, love Doritos tortilla chips. Have you tried, and at the, the bottom, it's just a bag of Funyuns, Chili Ramon, <laughs> and a Mountain Dew.
1: Yeah, I'm going to know. <laughs> nice pairing suggestions. But the the important thing is about Jacked is it makes you feel like you've been shrunk down slowly. They're either that or the Doritos were intended for a, like a just a giant-sized man, like an eight-foot-tall, uh, larger-proportioned human. Yeah, because they're so nice. big and thick and hard, <laughs> and coated in flavor powder. Hang on, there's uh, there's
2: recipes.
0: There's recipes. Oh,
2: shit.
0: Can you imagine being in the Frito Lay test kitchen, like not not making new Doritos, but figuring out what to do with the ones you've already got?
2: I am furious that there is a Dungeness crab and tarragon dip Dorito recipe. I'm
1: gonna find out more. Uh... <sighs> oh, there's a Japanese. <laughs> clam chowder flavored Dorito. Oh, like in Japan, or I think so. I mean, the the labeling on the bag is it's called Doritos Gourmet, and then there's some Japanese words on it, and it's labeled on the Wikipedia page the clam chowder bag. Oh. There's a recipe for Doritos Cool Ranch
2: crab cakes, I and mean, I'm not not into it.
0: Okay, I think we need to do a dinner party.
1: All oh, Doritos. All, Ritos. all Doritos, all Doritos. Have they done that as an Iron Chef episode? Doritos and treats. Yeah, where like the secret ingredient is Doritos, and they have to do every every uh, course with Doritos in it. That would be good. I'd watch it.
0: Yeah, maybe.
1: I like cuisine, you know.
2: <laughs> he just bites. He bites into the pepper, and it's just full of Doritos.
0: <laughs> oh!
1: <laughs> and all the the crumbs just fall down his chin. Awesome. Uh, anyways, yeah, so that... It's basically, I, I, I worry a lot about blazing it and um and respecting 420 and honoring that time, and it's become uh, really stressful and really hard. It's become a hard time in my life, you know?
2: Well, you've got, you know, you've, you've got almost an hour. I mean, I don't, I don't know, do you need us to, to let you go so you can start working on that?
1: I mean, I, I have blocked off today. I told myself, no, I'm not going to do it today.
0: You're not chiefing?
1: I'm not chiefing, and I it's it's really hard because my reflexiveness in you know, my sort of like ocd about it is making me want to do it.
2: Oh, this, you know? it's just the lord's day can can one really appropriately chief on the lord's day
1: How can the one lord encourages it yeah it's it's very very helpful for communing with the lord but the lord we're talking about rang right oh yeah yes. yep rang praise rang praise rang,
2: praise rang. yeah <clears throat> Uh but uh I it's time for me to go chief. And by that I mean I've been I've been drinking this um this coffee thing for like the past hour and a half and I really need to pee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a that's a much that's a new way of saying chiefing. Um well thank you so much, Kathy. Plug your shit. Yeah, plug it. Cuz I you do the think comic You mentioned strip your podcast
1: pluggers.
0: <laughs> My podcast, which has
1: been heavily alluded to, uh, is called "This Is My Son." It's uh, essentially a a media comparison podcast. It's uh, hard to describe, but we compare. It's our a cultural
2: exchange. Cultural
1: exchange. Yeah, it's kind of it's a it's a friends exchanging their babies, and their babies are pieces of entertainment.
2: And... I've been on twice. Mark has been on once, once. Mm-hmm. mark is falling behind
0: mark yeah, you and nikita to... are the only one-time guests that i've had i know i need to get on that get
1: on the schedule right now like the next few weeks are just the same three people over and over again we need to put some different people
0: yeah in there. yeah
2: the i need to schedule. find some people who aren't already your personal friends
1: yeah but i don't want to have to do that <laughs> i'm lazy <laughs> i mean i could find them for you oh you want to find get like you want to be my my um booker you my know, uh i
2: am major domo your your shit my manager,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah. So it's uh, we've had several episodes. I would probably recommend actually starting with recent ones and moving backwards because I think we've figured out the uh, the uh, system a little bit better. Um, and other than that, you can follow me on Twitter at at mysocks m i s o k s, and that's it. It's a, it's always a pleasure to have yes. you on, Kathy. Thank it's you. It's, it's I'm,
2: I'm happy to be here. And, uh, yeah, you, you know where the rest of this podcast is. You know, whatever. <laughs>
1: <The laughs> Fuck it, we don't even care anymore.
2: <laughs> well, you, you introduced the podcast, Kathy, so you, you out it
1: then. Yeah. Oh, what's the ending sound like? Yeah, there isn't a, there isn't a solid one. <laughs> uh, do it. Do you do the song? Uh, yeah, sure, do it. Uh... I haven't seen that. Uh, it's on my Netflix, but I haven't seen that one yet. Isn't that it? Yes. <laughs> Something like that. And that's uh, our podcast, folks. Uh, I've been your host, Kathy Fisher. My two guests will not be returning. I will be taking over this podcast. <laughs> and next week we have on, as our guest, uh, Ryan Gosling will be here, everybody. It's going to be a big a big episode. It,
0: and that's it. Room vroom. Room vroom. vroom, vroom. <laughs> Movie drive. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> da, 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 da. I am your singing telegram. <laughs>